Good morning, it's Andrew Maxwell here and it's time to talk. I've got a request on one of the posts, threads in our group, Perfect Partners in Facebook, and the request was to explore the post in a podcast, so here we are. The post was all about engaging a problem. So my problem sitting here is what do I talk about? So how do I do anything about that problem? It's time to talk. We'll find out, won't we? It's funny, I notice in school, for example, whenever we're given a problem, let's call it mathematics for an example, at one plus one, we're taught to engage the problem, to sort through the problem and figure out the answer, right? Simply, it's two, obviously, and... We can't get to that resolution by looking for all the other areas where one plus one isn't. We don't need to. We don't need to solve, you know, five plus five so that we can get the answer about one plus one. But doesn't it sound a little strangely like what we do in our lives and in our relationships? When there's a problem in a relationship, most often what we go looking for is the solutions, but they're not to the problem as such they're away from the problem it becomes oh my husband and I keep fighting so we don't look at what's going on there we start looking at all of the other stuff around that we could do to fix it so we've got to do a whole lot of other stuff so in other words we're going to start trying to solve five plus five to get the answer for one plus one it doesn't work So in the thread, the post that I put up recently, I suggested engaging your problem like I'm doing right now. My problems, what do I talk about? And here I am talking. See, the problem always holds the answer. Let's use money for an example. I don't have as much as I'd like or... I don't know what to do with what I've got or I really hate the employment that I have or the way that I make money, it's killing my soul, how often do you hear that? Now engaging the problem really just means finding yourself in it because the person whose soul is dying in the employment that they're in, I promise you, is well and truly entrenched in there being a problem. That this isn't the right work. So what am I going to do? Find some other work. And what about when that one feels like crap? Oh, I'll find some other work. And notice I've been there. I've done that. I spent a lot of time. I've made some really good money, I've made some great friends, I've had some wonderful jobs, but none of it made a difference. Because to me, working, leaving my home at a set time every morning, doing the things that I've got to do during that day to ensure that I get paid that week, and coming home at a set time every night governed by somebody else called, or something else called the job, is not what I want to keep doing. So that's the problem, not the work. 
The problem is that I don't want to get out of this house. I don't want to leave my family every day. And if I can gauge that problem, oh, I hope you can hear it in my voice because God, it feels good. God, it feels good being here. You know, just yesterday, my son had a parent-teacher interview at school. So they have a day off school and they get to um, go in and it's a, you know, a parent and teacher interview with the child, just talk about where they're at, what's going on at school, how they're performing, where their strengths and weaknesses are, what they're doing, all that kind of good stuff, right? And Oscar turns around and he says, I'm so glad you can both come as he gives me a big hug. Oh, that just melts me. And Yaz looked at me and said, see, there it is. See, there's the reason I don't, that I'm going to engage the problem. And that's what engaging it feels like. It moves me. Do you think I'm going to go back to full-time employment? Does it sound like that's the kind of thing that I want to do? No. And the instant I step into engaging the problem, there's a dance that happens. There's some movement that happens. There's what now? What next? What more? What else? What inspires me? What delights me? I tell you, what delights me is being here with my family, being for them. Exploring and expressing and journeying with them. Ah, there's nothing that could fill me up more than that. So explore that a little. Explore what the problem gives. Because I promised you the problem's not the problem. And avoiding the problem just has you staring at the problem, looking for answers elsewhere to solve the problem. And if you know the, any, really, Law of Attraction teachings, but in specific Neville Goddard, which is what I base a lot of my life on, you'll notice that talking about it like that that the problem becomes external. There's something to find. There's something to search for. There's something to reach for. It's not inside of me. It's outside of me somewhere. There's an answer. Engaging it pulls it back in. You have to come back to self to find what matters to you. And the instant you find what matters to you, that moment lights up everything that you're going to do next. Have a play with it. Make a comment. Love to hear your thoughts on it. Enjoy the day. Hi, it's Andrew Maxwell, and it's time to talk. So it looks like I'm doing part two of podcast this morning, which is odd, isn't it? Odd for me, anyway. So the problem I engaged in the first one was what do I talk about? And it looks like I found something to talk about. But I want to take this one in a completely different direction. 
So for anyone out there who's ever been around music, at a concert, at the pub, in their home, whatever, and you come across a song that you really, really enjoy, what happens? I promise you something happens. And when it comes to music, it's usually movement. You start to dance or you start to sing. Music's such a beautiful example because you feel it. Anyone who can stand in front of a crowd of other people and dance is feeling something that moves them. So I love music as an example. So how can you take that across to any other area of your life? What's it like when you're in front of the music and you start to move? What gets left behind? You know, there's this statement, you get lost in the music. It's not 100% accurate. You actually find yourself in the music. But something definitely gets left behind. It's the thing that the person who stands at the back of the crowd in my experience we called them wallflowers they're waiting for something said another way they're not involved in something so they wait wait for it to feel right or wait for somebody to ask them to dance And they're waiting. Everybody else on the dance floor already dancing. They've moved. They've left something behind. It's usually something that the person who's not dancing yet has experienced called a problem or a concern. Some really common ones, obviously, like I don't want to look like a fool. Or if no one asks me to dance, then I'm not supposed to dance. Oof. So where else in the world, in your life, can you engage in what it is that you want to be doing? Just like when you hear the music, you want to move. You want to dance, you want to sing, and you engage in it. And you allow the music to be a part of the guide, to be a part of the experience. And it shapes what happens. Taking that step shapes what happens. The music doesn't shape it, you do. As soon as you start to dance, you find dancing. You can't find it standing there waiting. Where else can you play with that? In relationships, in my relationship, I noticed back in the times when um, my relationship wasn't the greatest, I was waiting for something. 
I was waiting to feel loved. And that was supposed to come from my wife. She's supposed to do the things that make me feel loved. And just like with dancing, the world changed when I started to love. Regardless of what the other people thought, the typical dancing concern. So in other words, in this situation, regardless of what my wife thought, regardless of what she was doing or saying, I started to love. I started to express me, just like dancing, the way that I express me. The way that showed up to express me. Just like when you start dancing, you might be doing a tango. You might break into some freestyle craziness that God knows where that came from and probably couldn't be repeated again, right? But you didn't choose it. You moved into it. And it shows up. And then you get to dance with it. So if I just love my wife, or if I just love, then I get to play with me. Who I am, what I am, what I'm doing, what I'm willing to give life to, what I want to give life to. So if you want relationships, you are it. You are the relationship. You are your relationship. And that's the only thing you've got. That's the only thing that gives somebody else something to engage in. You become the music for them. And they can choose to dance or they can choose to stand in the background. That's their choice. But you're going to be moving. You're going to be an invitation for other people to start to move too. That's how we give life to something. That's what moves the world. You want to be angry, I'm sure you can find plenty of other people that are going to be angry with you or at you. You already know that's true. You already know that when you're just loving, People join that dance just as fast. And what a wonderful dance that one is. Enjoy.